Hello, and welcome to The Shore Store. I'm your host, Justine, and today I'm joined by Lauren from Everybody Wants Something. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Justine. Long time no see. I know. Thank you so much for coming back for another Floribama episode. Um, I'm excited. This was a funny one. (laughs) It was. I love... uh, I mean, I love... uh, uh, a, th- a themed or like destination drinking event for like a full on drinking show. That's always a nice little change up. Yeah. Um, I, I really like that they do the cash trips. I feel like any mm-hmm. reality show like this, a cash trip is very necessary. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. Like even um, with Jersey Shore, it would have been cool if they like instead of having the whole season in Italy just have like a cash trip like I feel like it would have gone down so different because they were like so miserable there the whole time you know yeah that's so true or they should have done like um like uh I think it would cost too much money first of all but I think (laughs) they should have done like um like a euro club tour like all the like they should have gone to Ibiza they should have like you know because like oh, Florence <laughs> where they were wasn't a party spot but like go to all the party spots in Europe oh they would have killed it Mike would have literally like died in Ibiza okay like yeah <laughs> <laughs> big liability issue lots of money very expensive but it would have been very actually they should do that they should do that like they should go to a place like for a family vacation but I don't think they would do that now no the whole destination party trip like that yeah the whole family vacation has turned into like family vacation like literal family vacation because they all (laughs) have like their kids and their spouses there and stuff it's just totally not the same thing yeah yeah um all right so do you just want to hop right into this episode i mean whatever nothing really happened there wasn't really too much like drama but I was gonna ask you. You're my my my, my shore tour, my shore store correspondent. Has there been any like um like shore store news recently? I haven't seen anything on my end, so I was wondering if in like the past few months has there been anything big, big that happened? I mean, the things off the top of my head are well, a family vacation actually starts next week. I feel like it starts I, a week today, right? Yeah um yeah and so I'm posting about it yeah and then there's this whole thing like is Angelina engaged again like did you see this no. so they oh were all God. like posting on their social media that she got engaged while they were filming like Polly posted it and stuff but I just oh. think it's one of those like prank war champion things for like you know like to try to fool the fans <laughs> Yeah, because it's if it was so, if they were posting about it, they wouldn't, they rarely post about each other unless it's like a birthday or something. Exactly. It's yeah, all that, for show. That tracks. Yeah. Um, I also saw that Ronnie and his baby mama, Jen, both moved to Miami, like not together, but God. they both moved there. I don't think that they should live in the same state, but that's just me. <sighs> So do you, they're not together though, that you know of? No, she's like, she has a new boyfriend. Right. And Ronnie's single as far as I know. As as far as I know as well. 
I I looked, I was scrolling through yesterday and Ronnie had posted because he loves to do those like random ass like his social media blows me because it's like he will post like a, a screen grab of him from an episode in Jersey Shore history and then he'll write like caption this but then he has his he'll turn the comments off, off yeah <laughs> oh yeah his comments turned on and I'm like oh god he's like he's it's miserable watching him like try to like I'm like because I'm sure he has like a, a social media manager but like he's paying someone that's doing nothing for him like I want to be a social media ma- social media manager because I could do nothing and still get paid that'd be nice um but and then he'll like post like he'll like someone like just like random ass like like shoe companies that will tag him and he'll repost it and I'm like oh no one's mentioning him on the internet really and if they are I feel like it's embarrassing stuff for him that he doesn't want to repost and anything like good publicity is like so terrible and like not even like it's not even worth a presentation on his page it's just really sad and depressing yeah I don't I mean the saddest thing that I saw with him recently is he did like that club appearance for his birthday uh, last month and then these girls on uh, Reddit I saw posted about their experience they went and they paid like the extra a hundred dollars to meet him or something and they said it was just like so awkward like he wasn't smiling he looked so miserable being there and they were like oh we were hammered like everyone else was hammered and he was just kind of like standing in the corner and i'm like you cannot do club appearances like that when you're sober it's not the same thing because people don't want to see you standing around they want to see you drinking and Mm -hmm. interacting with people and doing what they're doing like it it was like when scott disick on the kardashians became sober and he tried to do the club appearances again and it's like you used to get like fucked up on coke and like jump around on the couches and stuff like nobody wants to just see you standing around which by the way speaking of the desperate social media stuff and (laughs) scott disick it reminds me of do you remember when scott disick did like some paid advertisement post and he accidentally copied and pasted like the full email instead of just copy and pasting yeah so it was like copy and paste this and he like had it up for so long it's like you're a fucking (sighs) idiot like you're probably getting paid like 50 grand for one post and like you can't even do that right like oh my god anyways i think no yeah i i it's very clear that like Ronnie is broke, like, uh, like celebrity rehab. I'm trying to think of like people. Did you ever watch the the surreal life on VH1? Yes. Okay, like Ronnie would be on the fucking surreal life in 2023. Like he needs that money, but is also in a dark place that he like has no other options. Like if celebrity rehab with Doctor Drew was still a thing, he would be on there. Like, cause he needs that paycheck. And I feel like that's why he goes to those fucking club appearances. Cause like, who's doing club appearances in 2023 and like a club appearance for someone that was famous so fucking long ago. Like that's sad. Exactly. It's Polly and his DJing is one thing, but exactly. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of like what celebrity would be appropriate for a club appearance now like i don't know probably like a tiktok star or something maybe or like, like a 
like all the people on like like people that were that were Ron, like when Ron was first on Jersey Shore, like that age group of people now in reality TV are all the Love Island, Too Hot to Handle, the like Siesta Netflix, Be a Cub, yeah. Are you the one? Yeah, yeah. Yes, that like pool of people that they now draw from for all future reality television casting. Um, like they're all the ones in clubs now, right? Like, because that makes sense. But it's like Ronnie or Ron, not Ron, Ronnie. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing, sir? And the fact that those girls, I mean, dedicated, dedicated to pay the extra hundred dollars to go meet Ronnie at at bottle service. Um, <laughs> I would if I were them. Like you're already there, you might as well get the full experience. But I, I guess I would. I guess because you're thinking like, oh my gosh, we're gonna fucking drink with Rodney. We're gonna see something major. And I think Rodney probably knows that and is like, people just come to see me to see me fuck up, which is really dark. Because that's what I would do. I would go see him to see him, what he's gonna be doing and how he's messing up. Oh hell you yeah! Know? His hair's all is messy. He texting Jess? Is he is he <laughs> is he texting Jen? Like yeah. Exactly. Is he, are there strippers on each side? Like, is he making out with girls at bed? Like, I want to see it. <laughs> exactly. Or is he single wrong? Yeah. Um. That's the only really Jersey Shore stuff I can think of. Um. With Florabama, okay. obviously, like the show's canceled. Whatever. Like, Amy yeah. is for sure trying to get another show or like get back. Like, I I constantly see her tweeting like. Like she tweeted the other day, like, what was everyone's favorite part about uh, Floribama Shore? Like, uh, tweet me your responses. Oh. So I responded, the rise and fall of Gus and Jeremiah's friendship was my oh, favorite part of Floribama okay. Shore. And she liked it. Um, okay. Yeah, I think that her and Cody are like trying to get a spinoff or something, which like, please, I do, do not see that happening. And it would not be I good. Think- like, people liked Floribama because... It was, there was so much drama, like, all the time mm-hmm, with everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, they they fought each other in the house. They fought every time they went out. Like, it was nuts. It's, I, I, I love Cody and Amy, but I do not want to watch a show with them, like, going to bars yeah. together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just, I guess I just realized, okay, so I... I'm in like a reality TV rut because I just started trying to start watching um, The Circle on Netflix. I've been watching The Circle when it first, since it first came out. And this entire new season, I don't know, do you watch it at all? Or do you know about it? I I, I know the show, but I've never watched it. Okay. Um, but The, the, this the season... girl from The Circle Brazil won All-Star Shore. Yes. Marina. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, literally it's all the same casting goals. <laughs> um, so this season... Uh, of the circle because usually they would just pull out random ass people that just and would put them on the show now this season it's all single people and it's all people that have been on like big brother like the viacom conglomerate right like it's um it's big brother it's too hot to handle like all the different you know they can pull from things and i'm like realizing when you were talking about cody and amy about how like there's no shows now that like if you want to like keep up and like be like a reality TV star and kind of like get cycled around to different shows, there's not really any like 
um, reality television shows that are like for non ridiculously hot people. Like you have to be like an Instagram baddie to be mm-hmm. on anything, or you have to be like that. That's it. You have to be an Instagram baddie and you can't just like be famous from something else and like be messy. Like you can't be like, like a Floribama messy. Cause I also was realizing like none of them have really been able to like transfer even when the show was still on, they were never really able to kind of like hop on over to other MTV or type things. Um, Gus kind of, but none of them really have been able to. Yeah, Gus did the one season of the challenge, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And then they did like that one-off Fear Factor episode with the Jersey Shore <laughs> people, but like that that doesn't count. Um, I did see though that Netflix is produce like some new reality shows coming out and it's gonna be like all the people from like their other reality shows like love is blind and the circle and stuff but i don't know like the premise of it yes i think i think it's like it's like the ultimate reality child reality competition oh but it, again it's all, but all of them are from are you the one love is blind they're all from the dating we're all hot and we're dating each other in this reality show space it's never normal people that are like getting blackout drunk to get blackout drunk and be messy you know yeah you're totally right the 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 only network that does reality tv with like non-attractive people is tlc i was about and to say on, i was like they, if, they... You, if you're on tlc <laughs> you know you got issues oh i was about to say i was like they're if they if they really are desperate to stay in it they're gonna have to to, to step down to tlc and then Step down to like a a Wee TV or an an Oxygen. Oh my god! Lifetime. They're not, they're not blacks, so they can't be on any BET or Zeus Network shows. So yeah, they're they got slip pickings. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. Also, I thought you were gonna bring up when you were like, I've been binging. I thought you were gonna say Grey's Anatomy because oh on God. Everybody Wants oh. Something, you were like, I'm trying to do a rewatch of Grey's Anatomy and Sonique's <laughs> like, good luck. Like that show's been on like since we were born. And literally uh. when you guys were talking about it, it like unlocked a memory for me. Mm-hmm. I remember being in it would have been like grade eight or nine, like a million years ago. And I remember my phys ed teacher was obsessed with Grey's Anatomy and Mm -hmm. whatever night it was on like the next day in school she'd be like who watched Grey's last night and there (laughs) were like a couple like girls in the class who did and she like favored them over like people like me who like didn't give a fuck about that you know what I mean (laughs) and um, Yeah. yeah I just like unlocked a memory wow yeah I I also didn't watch it in in high school I feel like I'm, I didn't start really watching it and like kind of like it was on some sort of streaming network. I remember when I was in college and me and my roommate started like watching it from the beginning and I just got really invested. That was also the time I was doing like Vampire Diaries, Scandal. I was, you know, a lot of drama, high stakes, Shonda Rhimes vibes, <laughs> like was very much a part of my life. Um, and yeah, watching it now, it's like the show is so fucking stupid. But like the first few seasons were really good. Like, and just like how unprofessional, like terrible doctors, like none of this stuff is legal or realistic. 
but like I after watching Grey's Anatomy, like I could scrub in. Like get give me give me some scrubs, give me some gloves. Like I'm ready. Hand me the scalpel. I'm ready. <laughs> Charge oh fifty. Charge. You know, I I could I could shock someone back to life. Um. So I think it's it's very much like I don't think if I um a lot of people talk about like how like you when you if you never watch something at the time at the height of its kind of like fame or popularity and you're trying to rewatch it a long time after it's hard to kind of get into it and I feel like if I once I kind of get to maybe season five or season six when I when I that was also the first time I stopped watching it I think I'm gonna stop watching it because it just it gets too much and there's too many fucking people on that show too many doctors the amount of shooting it's like it's like a Degrassi but like in a hospital with a dog like there's it's there's always people fucking dying people bringing guns in and bombs and plane crashes there's just jesus too much. christ <laughs> oh my god and the dude from euphoria is on that show isn't he cal jacobs isn't he mcsteamy oh shit yes 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 he's mcsteamy yeah oh my gosh i forgot oh. that they're the same person he's so hot yeah he's very hot um and he's so young in the show. I f- like. I also forget how long ago the show was on. They're all like using sidekicks and shit. Like oh the my show God. Was on. <laughs> started so long ago, and it's still on. That's crazy. <sighs> that's yeah. That yeah. that has to be like the longest running, like drama. I mean, it's like a soap opera with the amount of seasons, right? Like it's like a like a so- a soap drama with its like extended cast and you know yeah it's on every week that's fucking crazy definitely uh not my thing but (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, i I would not recommend it unless you were like had watched it to begin with but yeah it's not it's it's terrible tv but like good yeah in a bad way i I need like I like HBO shows like I need like mm. nudity in every episode like swearing all that stuff. Okay. I, I don't really watch a lot of cable shows. I feel that too. I if I do now it's just when I'm rewatching it like this. Yeah. Um all right, let's let's talk about the episode and okay. you know uh this <laughs> Jesus Christ, this episode just like makes me want to go on vacation. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, I want to be day drinking by the beach. Yes, please. I like wanted to be at that beach bar with them so bad. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like, <sighs> I also been like, I've been watching lots of like people doing like vlogging and kind of like reporting on like their uh, trips and stuff and when they mm-hmm. go to like all-inclusive resorts and I was like oh my god I need it I need it I need it I need it I, I love need watching YouTube vlogs on resorts yes. like there's this one girl that I really love her name's Deja Deja mm-hmm. her thing's like Deja G or something and her and her husband they're like I don't know they're like a young couple and they always do these like friendcations where they'll just yes. bring like a huge group of their friends and 
the first one that I watched, um, they went to Jamaica to the Rio Montego Bay, which is, okay. and that's how I discovered her because uh, that's where I stayed the last time I was in Jamaica. Right. So I wanted to like watch videos from the resort. Yeah, and I was I'm like, oh, way, yeah. I was like, I want to fucking party with this girl. Like this girl's lit, and she had so much amazing footage. And then she kept being like, "Sorry, I'm not like filming too much because like it's kind of <laughs> hard when you're trying to party." And I'm like, "How is this not filming much? Like you've literally filmed the whole." <laughs> trip but like this girl has like a lot of subscribers like probably 80k mm-hmm. or something like she's obviously mm-hmm. making good money off of her channel so I understand it's like a job to her but I always right. am like how do you vlog because every time I go away I'm all I always say that I'm gonna vlog my vacation but then once I'm there I'm like I fuck it like I don't care I'm just gonna live yeah. in the moment you know yeah I think also it's like I think from her point of view, she's probably like, oh my gosh, she obviously she's witnessing everything. So she knows how much she's like leaving out of the vlog. But you as a viewer, you don't know. And so you're like, I'm seeing everything. You don't know necessarily like that you're missing out on a lot. But I think probably to her, she's like, oh, I'm not. It's not her normal kind of vlogging habit, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love watching vlogs. Um, So... We start the episode off. It's 3 a.m. Everyone gets up. Uh, They're still in PCB. They're getting ready for their flight to Mexico. Courtney is the only one who's not excited because she thinks that Mexico is dangerous. And this reminded me so much of Jeremy on Teen Mom 2 when Leah called him and was like, I want to bring Addie to Mexico. And he's like, I don't like Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Jeremy. (laughs) It's like they're going to be staying at like a five star resort. Like they're not going to be like wandering around the slums of friggin Mexico. Like I know like people don't fucking get it. Courtney just gave me vibes of that so much. It's just like ignorant people. Yeah. You know? I, I also was getting the vibe from Courtney this episode that she she was wanting to leave. I feel like she was convinced or like coerced whatever like persuaded by production to like keep staying for the season it she was giving me vibes that she very much wanted to leave because i think at some point when they're headed to the airport the boys in their van they're like who do you think is going to be the first one to try and run away and they're like oh yeah definitely courtney i bet you courtney's gonna try to run away once we're in the airport and i was like oh i bet you courtney's like might try to like ditch production or something Cause she doesn't want to be there. It seems like. Yeah. I was literally going to ask you, do you think Courtney had a fight with production that she didn't want to go? Like it, to me, it seems very much that they knew that they were going to do uh go to a different country or something because they, they would have had to tell them that they needed their passports to film yeah. this season. So they definitely like had to know somewhat that they were going to go somewhere. But it just yeah. seems like maybe she thought she could get out of it or maybe yeah. they already had probably been filming for like, this is more than halfway yeah, through season, season two yeah. already. So they'd been filming for a long time. Like, I, I don't know. They're probably so burnt out and then having to like go to Mexico. I can kind of get it. But at the same time, like you're getting you're getting paid to literally go to Mexico and party. Like, how can you complain? Yeah, I think also this is the season that she she starts out dating Logan, Mm -hmm. has the pregnancy scare and then being like, oh, my gosh, 
what if I want to be like she was having like she was going through a lot with all of that and then as we know like later on she's like really dealing with just a lot of stuff in her life personally that she later left the show and so I feel like because there's you know she got sick that one time and then went to go home and I feel like there was like several times that she just like would threaten or like or she would leave and so I feel like they were like no you have to stay you have to go on this trip and I feel like she was probably able to leave before because she's from the area she could just go stay with her mom for like a day or two and then come back I feel like she probably did that a lot is Mm -hmm. my guess and then would come back and they're like okay um but I feel like they were like no you have to because I think obviously my guess is that they probably just edited around her a lot when she would do that. And then this trip, obviously they can't edit around her not being there. And so she was probably like forced into going if she wanted to keep her job. That's my guess. Yeah. And not even that, but they were clearly counting on her for the storyline and the drama because we have this whole, Oh, I told Jeremiah, I like him. And now he's acting different towards me storyline. Mm -hmm, and uh mm -hmm. yeah so they arrive uh at their hotel in mexico the tesoro los cabos and um they have just like one giant suite with different rooms everyone's like having their drinks whatever having a good time but courtney again being the debbie downer so courtney like tells candace she probably won't even go out that night and candace is like why like what's wrong and she's like jeremiah and at one point courtney's even like if Jeremiah tries me, I'll lay that six foot three Hulk <laughs> wannabe ass motherfucker to the ground. I'm like, Courtney, what are you gonna do? <laughs> oh gosh. She's like is she's 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 hot or cold. Like there's no like middle ground with Courtney ever. No. Like uh... My God. Imagine Courtney did punch Jeremiah in the face. Oh, I would have loved to see that just for his reaction. I'm actually surprised that that never happened, like that she never got into like any physical physical altercation with someone. Ironically, it was Amy who has anger issues herself, but I was surprised it never was Courtney. Well, Courtney punched the wall and like dented the wall. And she like got almost got into a lot of fights at bars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She punched the wall and like broke her hand. (laughs) See what I'll do to a bitch. Oh yes. And it was like a drunken fight. They're like, they didn't even understand like why she was fucking angry or oh god. It's like Courtney, Courtney what are you gonna do? Oh my god. <laughs> so um Gus asked Courtney what's wrong, and she said Jeremiah has been rude to her. She's like, I have no problem decking him in the head. And then Gus tells her okay. not to bring her problems to this trip because it's a once-in-a-lifetime trip. And he's like, I haven't seen Jeremiah be rude to anybody, but if he is, like, I'll say something. It's crazy to me that like you know shit's fucked up when Gus uh-huh. is the voice of reason. Oh, Gus is like so. This is still, like, peak, like, goody two-shoes. Gus is a good guy. He's not, like, messing up the whole fucking house. Yeah. How could we have known back here that Gus was going to turn into, like, the villain of the show that he is? Like, 
I always thought it would be Jeremiah. I was like, Jeremiah's the outcast. Like there's because they've even all come out and been like, Jeremiah doesn't talk to us. He doesn't answer right, our texts yeah. unless we're filming or doing something for the show. Like he wants like I always thought it would be Jeremiah that like, you know, tweeted the secrets about the show and all that stuff. Like would have never guessed yeah. it would have been Gus. That's so true. Yeah, I my theory on Gus is that he he had a really fucked up relationship with his family and then also had this like weird like oh i'm this good like i have my faith then i got to you know be this good upstanding guy and then i think he also like didn't have he had like some confidence but not great confidence yet in the first season and then I think after this first season and like people are like, Gus is fucking hot. Like, like take me now. He's getting lots of groupies. He was getting those like romance novel, like covers. And I feel like his ego got boosted, but then he's still like, I mean, he's, he's got some really like fucked up, like upbringing shit that he just never worked through. And I also like, as we as you said right we've got the jeremiah gus like were they did they have a a fling together like what what's the deal with those two and thinking i wonder sometimes because okay there's a scene with uh kodai this episode that Kodai's drunk he's like in the bed and they're like they come back drunk and they're like taking off the covers and Kodai's not naked under there yeah and Gus makes this big huge scene of like oh I'm gonna throw up oh I'm gonna throw up and I feel like anyone like a guy that like is around another naked man and like has to like overtly say like oh my gosh it's so revolting to me like I can't even handle it my masculinity I'm like so what's going on in your head that you need to like overdo it with saying Mm -hmm. how hetero sexual you are like something's weird with that so I'm also like I wonder if he has some weird thing with like his own like even if he like right like I I'm of the opinion that everyone's on the spectrum everyone has like their fluidity of their sexuality and I feel like he's probably if it wasn't with Jeremiah I feel like there is probably times in his life that he had feelings for another man and like that fucked up his brain and I wonder if his his family was saying shit to him and it got in his head and then he went fucking crazy and then became the Gus that we now know today. Yeah. That's my fan fiction. <laughs> it's honestly a hundred percent because like he's from like the South where they're probably mm-hmm. very much like, you know, we don't like them gays and you know, mm-hmm. this and that, you know, we can, we can speculate all we want about, uh, yeah. Uh, Gus's family's potential political views and whatnot right so yeah I I definitely agree with that and then there's also the added factor of like he got married to somebody that he was with for like a very short amount of time like a very young girl it was just like very much like a rushed marriage like he was trying to maybe prove something I never Mm -hmm. I never really looked at it before um with like him maybe potentially like having some sort of uh, issues about his sexuality. But Mm -hmm. I always thought it was more like uh, 
I have to prove that I'm like better than you guys type of thing. But now it I'm def- thinking it's always that. Yeah. yeah I think no, it's I think it's a mix it's of everything. Both. It's always I have to prove something. Yes. I have to prove it. I have to prove it. And that's will fuck you up. Yes. And man, like like I said, like his girl is just so young and like, you know, she's gorgeous and like their wedding pictures were gorgeous and everything. And like mm-hmm. if they're happy, like I'm genuinely happy for them. But at the same time, it's like how long do you really give it you know and also like your fucking husband is like on twitter like spilling secrets like talking about the girl he used to fuck on a tv show like whatever ago like talking all this shit about her when she's moved on and has a baby with another yeah it's weird it's weird it's so weird which by the way um on reddit the other day somebody like posted this whole long thing and they were like why nilsa is the worst and they like make all of these points about like why she's the worst cast member like even over like gus and i was Mm. like hmm i never thought of that they were just like saying she's like a mean girl and stuff like how she like forced candace to do the bikini contest with her and then when candace won she was like being all rude it was like okay you clearly only wanted her to do it because you thought that you were gonna do better than her in it you know what i mean like it's kind of true yeah i i think i think neela and neil neil what the fuck is her name (laughs) nilsa (laughs) (laughs) i was like neely no neela what neilsa neilsa um that was so weird um yeah, I feel like her and Gus are like one and the same in the sense of, like they're very much like whatever the producers ask us to do, like we'll do it. Whatever scene they need us to like kind of create, we've got it. Um, and I think Gus is up front in saying that now. I think Neil's not. <laughs> She's just like, oh no, like that was which I mean, like, that's what you should do, right? Like, like it don't again, like we're moved on, we're both married, like, why are you? why why are you going so hard Gus for this for this such a small show in this in the scheme of like reality television that's not that's now canceled like why why are we dragging through it yeah it's it's not a good look yeah I totally agree um okay so everyone's like getting ready to go out Candace like says to Courtney because Courtney's still like you know huffing and puffing and being miserable mm-hmm. candace is like girl your life is good like you're tall you're skinny <laughs> life is good yes, yeah, courtney yeah. just like ignores her and candace is like okay well if that's how we're gonna do things then whatever right. there's like a really gross moment where cody is sharing his deodorant with amy and nilsa like cody i love you but i'm not trying to put your deodorant on my armpits <laughs> um and so gross jeremiah asks nilsa like what the hell's wrong with courtney and nilsa's like i guess you like made some kind of joke and she didn't think it was funny and jeremiah tells nilsa his side of the story which is that courtney put her feet up on the middle console and it pissed him off and he didn't like it and nilsa was like oh well she made it seem like you were being more harsh to her and jeremiah's like i i feel like i've been honest with her so i don't understand why she's like whatever like I've been honest with how I feel about her from the beginning which he has um so he goes to talk to Courtney and Courtney just tells him that it hurt her feelings when Jeremiah called her a bitch and Jeremiah's like 
Courtney, the girl who uses the word bitch in literally every sentence is complaining about the word bitch. I don't get it. And I remember, I, remember I don't know if that's not like, a female. I don't know what is. That's just women in general. Right. I feel. <laughs> I think. I think. Right. Like at first when I was watching this, I was like on Courtney's side. I'm like, wow, because like Jeremiah doesn't really talk like that at all. So I was like, yeah, why is he calling her a bitch? That's kind of out of nowhere. But when when he explained it like that, I'm like, oh, he calls you a bitch because you that's you say that all the time. Like, you know, like there's like certain vocabulary that you use with like certain people specifically. Yeah. And he's like, he's only, he would only say that to you because you use it all the time. And like, like in every third word. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think she said it to him first, if I'm remembering the the scene correctly. Yes, like, she put yes, her feet yeah. up and he was like, get your feet off there. And she's like, don't yeah. tell me what to do, bitch. And then he's like, no, fuck you, bitch. He did punch her in the leg, though. But it's like, that's not getting brought up. Like, that Jeremiah mm-hmm. literally punched you in the leg. Like, I'd be more pissed yeah. about that than him calling me a bitch, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so, I think my guess is Courtney was already in one of her moods. and Yeah. She let's, took more offense than she would normally. Let's be honest. She's more upset that her and Jeremiah aren't a couple because when she told him how she felt about him, she thought that he was going to feel the same way about her. And in her defense, the entire house kind of put that in her head. Like, Oh, Jeremiah like loves you. He has a crush (laughs) on you. So obviously she thought it was going to go one way. And she claims that Jeremiah has been acting weird towards her. I think Jeremiah is like, maybe he's like worried that he's gonna he's giving her the wrong impression and he kind of sees what's going on with Gus and Nilsa and he doesn't mm-hmm. want that mm-hmm. you know oh I, that's what I was thinking too I was like I bet you he realized he's like because right season two he's like I don't want to create anything that they're gonna make into a storyline to make it seem like we're an odd like where will they won't they me and Courtney He's like, it's better to like completely shut down. But coming from Jeremiah, it probably seemed super harsh and super cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeremiah's uh, tells you what's on his mind type of person, not afraid to be an asshole because he like doesn't yeah. have the self-awareness of like, um, I don't want to say <clears throat> the self-awareness of people pleasing because that doesn't make any sense. But like. He's he was homeschooled. He doesn't have that like you want people to like yeah. you type of uh I think yeah. I agree. I think he also was like that kind of like machismo, like, oh, he just gets to walk through life like not having anyone check him because he's like a taller, bigger guy. And I think he just has that that thing about him, which is so fucking annoying. And yeah. And he's homeschooled, so that doesn't help. Yeah, I I can't imagine spending just like a couple days with him, like how he yes. is around people. Like I don't know. Um. So, anyways, Courtney and Jeremiah hug it out, and then everybody goes out to this bar called the Giggling Marlin. And mm-hmm. I notice once again, I always notice this how like everybody will have their like sugary ass like frozen margaritas oh or whatever and then just jeremiah has like just a shot of straight liquor because yeah he's like he's oh, not drinking sip. that sugar yeah which i mean like that's the smart way to do it but also it's like we're on vacation like 
these are the free drinks that are included in our like two hour time here. Like, but they love a sugary drink. They're fucking car bombs. They're like rum punches. They fucking love it. And I'm like, that's why they're hung over so bad. Oh my God. Like when I was in my early twenties, like, because I was, I was a shooter girl and same mm-hmm. thing, like literally every single night I would go to work, I would drink like a whole entire tray of these like sugary ass drinks. Yeah. If I yeah. tried to drink half of the amount of those disgusting drinks that like now I would be hung over for a week. Like it's, yeah. and it, it doesn't even like, it just gives you gut rot. It makes you feel fucking gross. Like, ugh, yeah. I can't do it. And yeah. The idea of drinking multiple of those, right? Like, because like sometimes I'll like have something like, "Oh, this tastes so good," but then I'm like, I can't drink more. And then you try to have a second one, and you're like, "No, it doesn't hit as good as the first one. Like, it's (laughs) a one and done type." Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I remember um, the other day I made just like a basic ass like limeade, like like a virgin margarita, Mm -hmm. and I was like, "Why don't I do this for? Because they taste so good." And then you're like not getting drunk off of it so you can just like enjoy how sweet it is without the kind of thing of like oh it's too sweet if I'm trying to drink I need to make it strong you know that kind of like logic yes like, well <laughs> and so I'm like wow I need to like I need to enjoy these like non-alcoholic things more often instead like because I'm because I think once I stopped drinking sweet drinks like that like cocktails I just never really drank them anymore um, and I was like, oh, I need to drink. I need to make these more often because they're because so, they're so good. Yeah, but you can't you can't take a whole tray. That's the that's the deal. No, yeah, I'm very much like I'll have one or two margaritas and then give me like wine yeah. or fucking I don't know just tequila has, straight. It has to be like uh like a margarita from like a good place that's like not using a mixer and just using yeah. like lime juice. Yeah, sweetener tequila like no, you know it has to be one of those if you're gonna drink them i um in the summertime i was all excited to go to you know the restaurant lone star like the steakhouse or is it a steakhouse yeah 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 so they have in the summertime they have this like um these like mar- like a margarita menu and they okay. have like every fucking flavor of margarita you can think of like cotton candy margaritas like mm-hmm. they have those like bulldogs with the corona mm-hmm. and the margarita mm-hmm. like everything and you can get these like flights of like mini ones so that you can try like you know like six oh. of them at a time or whatever so my friend and I went the one day I was so excited I think I drank like two or three of the little ones and I literally had to like go make myself puke after because it was just disgusting. I'm like, I don't know why I thought that this would be a good idea to like have a margarita day and try all these different flavors. And then anyways, we got talking with the server after and stuff because halfway through I tapped out and I was like, can I just have a Pinot Grigio instead? (laughs) Um, I pulled a Ramona like, I'm not drinking this. I need a Pinot Grigio. Um, And and then we got talking with him and they literally, I don't know why I was so surprised by this, but they literally just had like pre-mixes and they just have like Mm -hmm. jugs of it that have been sitting around all day and then they just like pour it in the cup when people order it. And I'm like... No wonder I like that's so disgusting. Like it was just like all sitting around yeah. all day. Like it's not going bad, but it's just it doesn't hit the same, I guess. Yeah. I will say I really I love making flavored margaritas at home because like then it's 
it's like better. Like I like my favorite margarita to make is a watermelon mint, like margarita, which is like like either buy like a simply watermelon juice or like juice your own watermelon, and then like mint, lime juice, and then you can add like um like I like to add more tequila because it's because surprise watermelon juice covers everything like it's it's like scary how much it covers the taste of everything because <laughs> you're like you because I I love to make it if I'm going to like a um like a pool party or like if I'm gonna be day drinking somewhere that's like the best kind of like thing to sip on with like ice and I love making homemade fruit margaritas at home because it like it's sweet and delicious but it doesn't make you feel terrible because it's just juice like and not like a bunch of like you know, <laughs> artificial, like boxed, you know, flavor mixes and stuff that like will make you feel like shit the next day. So I I've will recommend never those. tried that. Yeah. So like, or like on a game day or something, you should try making like a pitcher, like flavored margarita with like 100% juice, like simple syrup and like, like just like follow a recipe like that. And those are really good. Oh my God. That's such but a beware. good idea. But beware. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, God. Because you're making it yourself. So you're not thinking about like, oh, should I buy another one? You're just making it yourself and it tastes good. But I know. Rolling. I know you don't have the danger of like, oh, shit, these are $16 a drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that they're really. Yeah. So just like find like a good recipe. Like there's millions of them. And then, yeah, do like 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 pure juice or like fresh fruit like muddled like liquor like simple syrup and that's it and it'll be good mm. all right well uh i'll let you know how that goes i probably uh <laughs> yeah. won't get out of bed for a week after that but you know <laughs> yeah it's best to share with people maybe yeah. not by yourself but yeah share it with people yeah um okay so where are we drinks at this bar there's like this machine thing at this bar that hangs you upside down and they can like pour a shot into your mouth so of course Courtney does it um and then there's a beer chugging challenge which Courtney does Mm -hmm. I actually did a beer drinking challenge the first time I went to Jamaica and um Okay, but this one that Courtney does seems hard because they have to chug a Corona like out of a bottle. The one that I yeah, did was beer just out of those like paper cups. Oh, like, cups. oh yeah, cups. That, so, like, that's those are easier to chug. It's yeah. way easier to chug. And actually, I got screwed out of winning mine because you would have to drink it and it was like a round. So I went up against another girl. I won. So I went to the second round, whatever. And then at one point, the girl I was facing wasn't even like chugging it. She was letting it like all just drip down her face. And then everyone was like, that's not fair. That's not fair. Like she, she was, she didn't even drink half of it. Like this girl actually drank it. Like Mm -hmm. she should win. And then by the time they were like, okay, whatever, like you can move on. And then by the time I was moving on, I literally was like, okay, like I'm literally going to throw up everywhere if I keep going. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've chugged a few beers. I'm going to throw up. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's fun. It's fun when you're in the moment. But then after like Mm -hmm. the adrenaline Mm -hmm. of everyone like cheering you on is done, you're just like, why did I do that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking that when Courtney did the upside down, like, like shot and I was like I would 
that would go up my nose. I would be choking. It would be coming out of my nose. And then I'd be coughing like the rest of the night. Like that would end be so badly for me. Yeah. I would, I would, I would get put in the contraption just to like take a picture, but I'd be oh, like, yeah, you're not pouring it. like tequila down my mouth throat right now. Like yeah, I'm too I'll take old it when that. I'm back up. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So now they go to La Vaquina, which is like this nightclub. I actually went to this nightclub in Playa del oh. Carmen, Mexico. Um, and I have a picture with the cow, but my picture is like, very inappropriate like i it's disgusting (laughs) my friend was like sent me all the pictures she took on her phone when we got home and i was like never show that to anybody um so yeah this gave me ptsd watching this okay have you (laughs) this is a little bit off topic have you seen the the casey anthony documentary Yes, Julie and I talked about it on uh, Resting Bitch Face. Okay, I'll have to go listen. Okay, you know when they were like, like they're like the the pictures that were going all over the place of like her, like we're at the head yes. of the toilet, and I'm like the picture, the pictures that she had were not even that bad. I'm like the pictures my friends would have if I. Yep. Oh God, it would be bad. <laughs> I literally said that I think I was like man like if I were to get like accused of something the pictures that would be in the document like Like, send me away because I'm 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 guilty from that alone I could never come back from that people would think I'm a fucking terrible person exactly oh my god yeah so and that's and that's what I said it's like the media like can portray anybody to look like anything just by shit Mm -hmm. like that like every Every person in their 20s has like drunk pictures, just like V on Teen Mom, the weed out of the gas mask. I know, you I know. know. <laughs> exactly. We we all had a V gas mask moment. We all have, you know. <laughs> oh my well, god. Remember um on the fucking I remember having to turn off my um what was it on Facebook? Like your you had to like your tag approvals or something. Oh god. Like, I remember I didn't know that you could do that. And I remember my parents like messaging me once being like, what's this picture of you? <gasps> I'm like, I need to turn, I need to, cause there, there's, there's the people posting. Cause I remember I'd be traveling and then I would, you know, meet people and then be fucking plastered. Like I remember <laughs> there was this one picture that I got tagged in of like me with a beer funnel. Um, but like, <laughs> I just, I, I was so drunk, but then also just like, like struggling to like chug this beer funnel it just it looked like I was being tortured but also chugging a beer in a public space with like smoke around it was bad (laughs) and I remember my parents were like I remember I luckily I caught that one but there was like other ones from that night my parents saw and I was like oh god never again oh my god yep been there or Mm -hmm. when um you're like at a nightclub or something and you're drunk. So you like tell the photographer or whatever to add you to Facebook so you can get your pictures. And then they like tag you. <laughs> and then the next day it's like you with this shitty nightclub, like thinking oh, that you look all hot. God. You're like makeup stripping oh, down your face. God. And it's like high quality flash, like yes. HD, HDMI, <laughs> like 4K, like highest quality of your worst look ever. Oh my god, yeah. Those fucking club photos were the worst. And oh you would be ha- you would always have your arms around people in the most awkward positions. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're out tonight. Or you're like 
Or they catch you like talking to some guy that like in the moment you thought mm. was so hot. And then you look <laughs> at the picture and you're like, you're like Nilsa in this episode. Like, wow, I had yes. beer goggles on. Um, but know, it's, it's funny, though, because I still like looking at those pictures, like not the old school ones oh, of myself, yeah. but I follow a couple nightclubs that I used to go to back in the day. And um, okay. like there's one uh, in Niagara Falls called Club 7, and they're still open. And every Friday and Saturday night, they'll post the next morning like oh pictures. Oh, my God. And I'll just go through them. And some of them, I'm like, man, I'm so glad that I'm like over that right? phase of my life. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Cause it, yeah, it's just really, I forgot about that. Right. Like there was that moment of like, okay, let's recap the night. Let's go through the high definition photos. Like, oh, wow. What a time. Uh, Some so people much are still fun. in that time. Oh, oh, for sure. Um, So uh, Nilsa and Courtney at this bar, go talk to these guys who are from New York. Neither of them are like hot or anything crazy, but mm -hmm. the girls are drunk and think that these are like the hottest guys they've ever seen. They're li like the only people that like aren't Mexican. So I they're know. like, oh, they're hot. I know. Um, yeah. So Courtney buys them all Vegas bombs and Gus is like at the bar with her and he's like, wait, did you just buy drinks for all of these guys? And Courtney's like, that's how you lure them in. And Gus is like, you're the girl. They're supposed to lure you in. And once again, Gus is the voice of reason this episode. I know. This is this is like, oh, I remember because I had a friend that was like this. That was like, she was kind of one of those girls that like kind of like Courtney, right? Like that was very, I was very shy and like introverted and like, oh my gosh, no one's talking to me. Like I, maybe if I, maybe if I stay in this corner, someone will come up to me. My, my friend, she was like very outgoing and like very forward. Um, But then like, she would do that thing of like, oh, like, you know, I'll buy them something. It's like, well, yeah, that's not really giving off. And the very much like, you know, like, oh, let, let, let a man woo you. But and, and and club socialization has to be that way to kind of like suss someone out, you know. And I'm also surprised that like number one that they weren't. I guess they weren't really getting like, um, what is it called? Because I obviously like the the club is letting them film there. Usually, it's something like that. Like the club would like give them like a free limit or something or like bottle service yeah you'd think or like um some of the clubs in mexico like if like you'll buy a package and they'll give you a wristband right. and the drinks are and like all inclusive free. once you yeah. get there yeah yeah so that's what i was like also i'm like oh it does <laughs> courtney not only are you buying a drink for a guy but you're like buying drinks for a group of guys like that's not you're I'm not going to say, like, I've of. never bought a drink for a guy before at a bar. No, but, yeah, like, me too. if I'm in Mexico, like, I'm not trying to, like, be buying people drinks in bars. And I'm, I'm not buying, a like, a group. I'm not buying, a like, a package of drinks for a group of people I don't know. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a bad look for Courtney. And I'm like, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, not just shots but like a full-on like cocktail like oh yeah girl. <laughs> yeah like the vegas bombs you have to like pay for the two drinks like separately that they put together yeah. probably and which how many did she get five or seven i have no idea she got like a like a good amount of people drinks i'm like girl yeah. no no 
So Nilsa gets a guy's number. They leave the club. They go back to the resort. We get a Nilsa and Gus moment of them like sitting outside and Gus is like being flirty with her, even though literally mm-hmm. the last episode, like he told her that they need to stop talking. Um, yeah. But Nilsa tells Gus she's okay with them being just friends. We're going to get back to them towards the end of the episode. But the next morning, everybody gets up, gets ready, goes to this beach club. Gus is like, literally hitting on every single girl that walks past him he's like oh you're gorgeous by the way what's your name doll don't call me doll like if a guy ever were to call (sighs) me doll i'd be like bye like ugh, disgusting i i hate when gus says oh my gosh you're gorgeous by the way by the way he loves to add that onto every fucking pickup line of like your eyes like oh you're gorgeous beautiful doll like it's like who the fuck are you? Like, how old are you? It's so unnatural coming from him. It just sounds so put on. I know. Uh, um. So <laughs> it reminds me of when Jeremiah met Kayla Joe in season one. And oh, he's like, God. Kayla Joe, that's a beautiful name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they like, they're so old school with their like flirting. It's so uh, weird. It's pathetic. Um, I mean, although if Jeremiah hit on me, like, please, I would be all as over we that. know. You'd be like, <laughs> you know, was it okay? What? Um, I would be the see. girl in this episode, like sloppy drunk, making out with him <laughs> at the fucking day club. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Day drinking can turn anyone to a Jeremiah lover. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so this booty shaking contest. So all the girls in the house do this contest except for Candace. There was like mm-hmm. such a funny moment where like Courtney is like, well, if I'm going to do this, because because they realize that not only do they have to like, like they're not shaking their asses for the crowd. They're sh- like they're, uh-huh. they have to give like this guy a full on lap dance. So Courtney's like, well, I'm going to have to get wasted. And then you just see her like. <laughs> With her head tilted back and like the worker at this club is just like pouring tequila down her throat <laughs> and she doesn't even like flinch or anything. She just like sits up like, okay, I got this. Yeah. So, um, they were like, whatever. They all like do their little dance. What song do you think that they were actually dancing to? Because I have oh. my theory. Okay. Let's see. This is 2018. Um a twerking song um i don't i'm trying like it's difficult i'm like it's a day club i don't know okay what's your thought i think because these are like the two like go-to songs for like competitions Uh like this i think they're either doing back that ass up juvenile or um or uh pony by genuine because that's (laughs) like a stripper song (laughs) Yes. Okay. I was thinking more so of the time. Yeah. Those it, those are timeless, of course. Okay. Yeah. Definitely back that ass up. I mean, they have to because it's a twerking contest. I feel like at every like all-inclusive resort when they do those like contests, that's the song that they always play. Unless you're in Jamaica, oh, yes. then they're playing Brook Dung by Mr. Vegas. <laughs> but besides like every other, like in Cancun or anything, they're playing back yeah. that ass up. Um, yeah. oh so, my gosh. like Nilsa does her little move where she like literally like puts her legs up on the guy and like shakes her ass and is I'm like Nilsa definitely learned that from the strip club that she worked at 
for sure. Yes. Yeah, she's she's got the 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 strategic lap dance poses of like okay because like it it, this is a timed competition she was like all right legs up ass up (laughs) it was like so cringy though how before she was like i have i have a move don't worry i know what i'm gonna do it's like don't say that like just do the move (laughs) yeah and the guy was so creepy too like i got a really creepy vibe from him Oh, God, um, he's one of those guys that will, like, hit on you, and if you, like, turn him down, then he'll try to, like, hit on uh, your friend, and if she turns him down, then yes. he'll, like, like he'll literally go for, like, every single girl until he, like, gets yeah. one. He doesn't care. He's that guy. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, so, um, you know, Nilsa puts her ass and her vagina in the guy's face, like, whatever. It was funny. Um, She wins a hat. And uh, she decides to <laughs> grab the guy's. The- yeah, she wins a hat. This reminds me of uh, the very first time I went to Universal in Florida. They used to have the mm-hmm. like Fear Factor Live thing, yes, and you could I si- that, and you could yeah. sign up to do it if you were yes. in the the physical limitations for it. So yeah, I was, and I was gonna sign up to do it, and I was like, wait, wait, what's the prize? And they were like, oh, a T-shirt. And I'm like, oh, oh, no. you're telling me <laughs> I, mean, I have to like eat bugs and do all this. Sign a waiver. Shit. Sign <laughs> a waiver. I'm not even going to get like free tickets or like no. an express pass or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's I'm going to get a t-shirt. I was like, <laughs> that no, I could no, no, buy no. anywhere. I could probably buy it at the fucking gift shop. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, no, oh, not worth it. Um. But yeah, yeah, so Nilsa wins a hat. She like grabs this guy's face and like starts making out with him. It's, oh God, it's very cringy. It's very cringy. I think also Nilsa, Nilsa loves to be the center of attention, which she was, she was thriving in this moment, but I think she didn't realize (laughs) how creepy this guy was. Cause I think, like you said, like you, like he wasn't, now that he like gave her the prize or the hat prize, um, he expected her to like be attached to him all day long and like hook up with him at the end of the night. And I feel like she was like getting annoyed with him she's like can you go away now (laughs) yep (laughs) yep that's exactly Uh, what happened so she's like whatever all over him um and at the same time like gus has a girl too and they're kind mm -hmm. of like competing with their people but before we get to that we see jeremiah like with this girl that we literally see him with for like 30 seconds and never mention (laughs) of her again they're like full-blown making out Cody is absolutely hammered. He's like, he's like fucking sloshed right now. He's like, what does Kirk say? He's like, the lights are on, but no one's home. So I, he was literally taking a bottle of Patron and pouring it inside a Corona. (laughs) Like, he just kept on saying, he's like, he's, he either said there's six dollar beers or they're two for six. Two for six. Yeah. Yeah. Two for six. And he's like, and it was like probably like 11 a.m. They probably like because they had gone out the last night. So they probably hadn't really eaten or like done anything. Still drunk from last night. Wake up. You're like chugging double fisting beers and then taking it like and then topping it off with Patron and then just continually topping it off with Patron. Yeah, yeah you're fucking done. And the thing, too, when you like go on vacation or you're like at these places, like they don't mm-hmm. cut you off. 
Like no, they do not no. care if you're falling all over the place. Like it, like they will not cut you off. Like you have to literally just control yourself. Yeah, people like, that can that can take care of you are like no. Yeah, yeah, you have to pace yourself because it's like nonstop. Like no one is going to be responsible mm-hmm. for you except for you. Um, so like yeah. Cody learns that the wrong way. Uh, he can't even like <laughs> keep his head up. He's so fucked up. So Candace and Courtney like walk him back to the taxi. Courtney actually like takes him back to the room. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like obviously when you're there and like you're on vacation and stuff, you want to get like drunk and enjoy yourself. But there's like a line because like you don't want to get so drunk that you're not where you're like missing out on stuff because you're like passed out in the room sleeping you know what I mean right yeah yeah very much so I think I've let's see I'm trying to think if I've had a moment like Kodai before I've had one not one on vacation but I remember like just had one of those times that like you're like drinking and then all of a sudden you're like oh I'm waking up (laughs) like what happened I've only had like one moment like that ever in my life and so um but yeah I've never had anything where it's like oh people gotta like walk me back because I I'm I'm a puker so like if I ever get to that point I I'll like if I'm drinking that fast I just vomit so then then I'm awake (laughs) same so yeah. Same. That's exactly me. Look like I will I'll be I'll be puking before I can get to that point. Like for sure. Exactly. I'm, I'm exactly. a puke and rally person for sure. Like yes. once I puke. So is Kodai except I for feel, today. Yeah. Once I puke, I feel so much better. And I'm like, okay, let's go. I can keep going yeah. now, you know? So Yeah. Same. Um, but yeah, the first time I went to Jamaica, because I went with like a group of people for a wedding, and there was this mm-hmm. one guy that was in our group, and this was him. Like every single day, he would get to like oh this God. point of drunk where he was like, you know, passing out at dinner and stuff like that. And I think about it, and yeah, I'm like, I was fun. drunk the whole time we were there too, but like I remember the whole thing. Like yeah. I was, I was like, remember eating dinner every night with everyone. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, how how did he enjoy himself? Yeah, you can't. You can't enjoy at that point. Yeah. Um so Nilsa is like full blown making out with this judge guy still. Uh Candace has a hilarious talking head where she's like, you know, Nilsa's guy ain't my style, but like do what you need to do, like have sex with him <laughs> on the beach for all I care right, as long yeah. as it's not Gus and I never have to hear about <laughs> Gus again. Um, yeah. but yeah, Gus has his girl and he's just like talking to her, whatever. But Nilsa is like all o- like you can tell she's like purposely all over this guy in front of Gus to like try to it's make very him performative. Yeah, because mm. like she keeps looking back at Gus and like, you know, every time she looks back at Gus, she'll just like grab the guy and start making out with him. And the like mm. this poor guy has like no fucking idea what's going on. He's just like, oh, she likes he- me. <laughs> I know he's like he's like he's like oh yeah like yeah I got it like it's like no you don't <laughs> no you don't oh my oh, god gosh um so we see Courtney and Cody at the hotel and um Cody says when Courtney is the responsible one like that means like I I really fucked <laughs> truly. up <laughs> truly Courtney is taking care of Cody like the two of them and one of them's responsible that's fucking crazy yeah yeah it's it's whack uh courtney puts gus to bed he like or 
Gus, uh, Courtney puts Cody to bed, sorry, and he just yeah. full on gets naked. He just takes his like swim trunks off and climbs into the bed. And she's like rubbing aloe vera on him. It was sweet. <laughs> it was, but I'm like, I wouldn't do that. It's like, of course, he's know. red as fuck, like the whitest person. Or like Koda, he just steps into the sun and gets red. <laughs> not not a not a percentage of SPF on his body at all. No. And Cody's the type of guy that like just the complexion of his skin, like he's the type of guy, mm-hmm. like even if he does down himself in sunscreen, like he's still getting one... burnt to some extent. Yeah, exactly. He's still red. And like the one little place on his body where he missed is like has yeah. like a third degree yeah. burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he yeah, is so not Courtney... tanning. <laughs> Yeah, Courtney's like, listen, this is, we're towards the end of the summer, season two. Like, I fucking know what's going to happen. We're putting some aloe on. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was nice of Courtney, though. It um, was very nice. So the rest of the house comes back to the hotel. And Gus does this full, like, WWE elbow drop from the top rope, like, onto so Cody. It looks so painful. <laughs> It was like, what? <laughs> he didn't just like jump on him. Like he put no. his body into that. Like what the hell? Like the full weight of like rushing gravity. Like and I was like, oh, Gus is drunk because he didn't realize how hard it was going to be. Yeah, poor Cody. <laughs> um, and this is also where we find out that Cody is actually in Candace's bed, butt naked. Like after being sweaty on the beach all day. Ugh. Why wouldn't Courtney make sure that he got into his own bed? Like, My that's... guess is that he just stumbled in. And then by the time Courtney knows, who can't move him. True. She's probably like, well, you're here now. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> Candace exactly. is like, you have to put like your sweaty balls on my sheets. Like, has to be mine. Ugh. I would be because Coda Coda does not give the cleanest i mean right there's like courtney's the dirtiest of them all kodai kodai and uh <laughs> um uh oh my gosh why am i forgetting every amy amy's feet from season one oh, and like kodai are like a tie and i'm like yeah they're like not i was like kodai has not showered since they left pcb i don't think one thing about Amy, now that you say that, I feel like she's the type of person where if she was never on the show and never left like the small town that she's from, she would be a completely uh-huh. different person. Yes, like, I agree. I feel like her joining the show and getting all these opportunities to travel and like leave she's her leave her town and her state and experience the world like it made her a different person. Whereas if she stayed in that small town, like who knows like the views on the world she would have had, you know? Yeah. I mean, like you even think about like the fucking self-confidence she had with that fucking like terrible boyfriend that she had that like had knocked up her cousin. Like she would have been living in that constantly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's grown a lot. Yeah, she started like getting pedicures and <laughs> thank God. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Because that that first pedicure was, I'm like, oh my God, that's on television forever. Yikes! Or remember, <laughs> she brought her is... fishing rod and her tackle box to the first season, and Gus is like, holy yes. shit, this girl's real country. 
because I think like she was, she was like, oh, it's like Florida Vashore, like we're all like country folk. She she was the she was the one country folk. The oh, one yeah. big country. him and uh, and uh and Kodai. What's the town that he's from? He's from like South Carolina somewhere. Yeah. I guess his, his family's name is Butts. I'm like, I was like, there's something, yeah, kind of like country about his name and you know. Oh, you know, they live out, they have their they have their is the you know the family family watering hole and their house that they live in their kookapoo their country folk oh yeah for sure (laughs) you know that like the butts throw like the craziest parties like for sure yes 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 Um, i feel like i feel like is it weird that i think they're swingers the butts i feel like they could be swingers i could see that Cause, cause I'm like, cause they were like, oh, like my parents, like they always, you know, like they, they could throw parties. I feel like there's like a certain type of like adult married couple that like has like adult parties like that, that I'm like, oh, y'all are swingers. Like I can you see must, that. or like, you know, like I could see it. Yeah. Usually like the happiest couples like that are, you know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, there's something I'm picking up on a vibe now that now that I'm realizing it, I'm like, yeah, they probably are. Or like they go to like, um, they'll like, they'll like take to trips to Mexico or to Jamaica and they like will find a third. Like they like to like indulge like on vacation or something like that, yeah. you know? They stay at like the, uh, the like yep. the resorts that are meant for that like oh you're they go to, to like places. get naked here yeah yeah yep yeah. <laughs> yeah like there's a there's a nudist resort in jamaica it's like on my bucket list yeah. like Let's i really want to like, go um, hedonism heda- yeah hedonism oh my god yeah. i want to go there so bad i'm like so it I feel seems like... like a party yes oh there's um there's this podcast to listen to it's called um Oh my god. Horrible expectations, but it's spelled like whore, W H O R, horrible. Okay. Um and it's their two hosts and they went to hedonism like as podcast hosts basically. They got invited and then like they, they like interviewed people and stuff. And so they talked about it and I was like, "Oh, oh god, yeah. I want to listen to that." Yeah, look it up. Uh I think that was like a few years ago. I'm sure they've been back since then. But yeah, look up horrible decisions. It was funny. I'm sure they there's probably other podcasts as well that have done something similar. Oh my god. And then there's this other resort yeah. that I really want to go to in Cancun called Temptation. Okay. This resort. <laughs> no, it's but I, was like, like, I was like, I'm sure it's some other name like it. Yeah. It's like um you're not allowed to take pictures or videos or right. anything like at the the pool party or anything like that because they they just like don't allow it because right, the yeah. stuff that happens I guess, but like the nightclub on the resort like every night there's a different like theme where everyone dresses up like neon parties mm. or animal print parties or something, and they have like all these different restaurants on the resort like you know anything else but their mm-hmm. restaurants like they have a restaurant where they have like pole dancers perform like at the restaurant oh that's cool yeah yeah i'm like that's like next time i go to cancun that's like yes where i want to fucking go but then oh, yeah, again that, like, that's a... i don't know i feel like i'd oh, be hung over for two weeks when i got home like that's the only thing about places like that oh my gosh yeah because there's like i mean there's all the drugs as well so like 
I feel like if 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 I was if I was going there, like I'd be indulging in everything. Like it'd be I'm like give me all the things, and yeah, I'd probably be recovering for at least a month. You're just like at home once you get home, like thinking about all the terrible decisions you made and. <laughs> Yes, it just like the things that you've just like like the at, at differing um uh intoxication levels, the things that you're witnessing, and you're just like, wow, here I am on my couch, kind of sober. <laughs> oh, the like the post party depression down. that yeah. you feel is just like, oh my yeah. god, I hate my life. <laughs> Literally. Oh jeez. Um. Okay, where are we? So Gus grabs Nilsa's ass at the room and Nilsa's like lifting up Gus's shirt and they're they're both just like fucking hammered being flirty with each other and Kirk's like mm-hmm. Kirk and Jeremiah you could tell her like pissed Kirk's like why are you guys standing so close to each other and Jeremiah's yeah. just like staring at them looking pissed he's like yeah god it's very clear I mean you can see like with stuff like it's Nilsa especially it's like it's the same like fucking like broken record of like Nielsa will say that they'll have this talk and then Nielsa will get drunk and then like like entice um Gus and then Gus like doesn't have a fucking backbone because Nielsa's all over him <laughs> like literally she won't like not touch him. Well, this is very much giving me Snooky and Vinny. Where it's like Ooh, when Gus yes. thinks that he could get a girl to have sex with, he's like, Nilsa, I don't want anything to do with you. Like, we're just friends. But then when Gus doesn't have a girl, then he's like, oh, you look really pretty today, Nilsa. Yes. And also, like, outside of the house. Like, I feel like it's one of those things. Was like I feel like Sookie and Vinny outside the house would, like, never think about each other. But because it's just, like, a convenient thing and we're drunk and you're here, like, it'll happen. And I feel like it's I feel like it's very similar for Nielsa and Gus as well, because I'm sure both of them are the two people in the house that can, like, really pull people at bars and, like, have the potential for hooking up. But, you know, I'm sure they're always running into, like, like being horny, trying to find someone at the bar. They connect with someone, but then they don't want to come back because there's fucking cameras and it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, it's so difficult. Why well, might as well just with Gus? He's already here with me and we already have chemistry. Like, what's the point? Like, you know, I feel like, but once they leave the house, it's like nothing. Yeah, a hundred percent. And um, yeah, it's just so annoying to watch this. It's like every, I, everyone in the house is so annoyed with them. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, I'd be pissed. like Nilsa, he's told you a hundred times he doesn't like you. Like, why are you all over him? But then he is sending her mixed signals in this episode yes. for sure. Like, yes. But like I said, he's just drunk and horny. And once they go out to a bar, he doesn't pay her the the time of day. The I know. So. I know. Um, and also Jeremiah is probably like so annoyed because he probably like well a he wants Gus but b he like had a conversation with Gus in the last episode being like you need to like have a conversation with her and set the record straight because I don't want this drama in Mexico like you like I want you to be my wingman and like all that stuff so right yeah that's just where the episode ends I guess (sighs) Wow. Ugh. Such a fun one. I love a I love a Cabo episode. Oh, have you do you watch Laguna? Did you ever watch Laguna Beach? Yes, I did. 
do you listen to Back to the Beach with Stephen and um no Kristen? but I feel like you've told me before to listen to that or someone else has told me before I should listen yeah it is it's very good yes I recommend it um it's like it's not like a typical celebrity recap podcast it's it's actually giving something that's interesting to listen to um and informative and an interesting take um but i love a i love a cabo you know what happens in cabo stays in cabo oh my type god type i forgot vibe. about that laguna beach yes and weren't they like 16 like how did they get away with this shit I mean, like that they and that's the other thing on the podcast. They're so open about like how they would be like blackout. So like the episode that like Steven like is like, go up and dance at the bar, you slut. Like you're fucking slut. Go find Sam yes. to make out. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I have no memory of that. Like my first like realization of what happened was when the pot when the episode aired. Like I was blacked out. Like I was black. <sighs> they were talking about like how blacked out they were, like the entire show. <laughs> I'm like, oh my Honestly, god! Honestly, that's why I could never do reality TV because my anxiety is too bad. Like, whenever, right. whenever, <laughs> whenever I get bad anxiety, I always think about that. Like, how do the housewives like always do this? They're desperate for fame. They're like, well, this is. They either fix up their drinking, or they have such a bad drinking problem that they can't and then also having a realization of like i need to drink to be on this show and i can't not be on this show because i need this and that's really dark oh like how does dorinda medley like especially her more than anybody she's always oh the first God, one i think I of because she like screams at people and says like really fucked up shit to them and like does all this crazy shit and then she has to live with it but then she also has to like relive it when it airs like i also i don't i don't think that dorinda watches the episodes i think she's very like on the internet like hearing what people say about her in her defense but she's or, like, also like so fucking narcissistic that like yeah like did you watch ultimate it. girls trip like she thinks yes. that people <laughs> love her Yes. And so I think, I don't think, I don't think she can stand to watch herself in episodes, but I think she's like the minute, like the season, I think she's always online seeing what people are saying about her. And that's how she's realizing what happens. But I don't think she watches it because I don't think she can. Yeah, that's true. Because then, or if she does, that's even worse because then she just keeps doing it and then not refusing to get better or try to get better. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck. Or there's like that one, like this TikTok I saw and it was this girl and she's like, you know, no matter how bad my anxiety is, I always just remind myself, at least you're not Andy Cohen on New Year's Day. Like last year waking up after that. And then this year they wouldn't even let him drink. They were like, the hosts aren't allowed to drink alcohol now. Like imagine being like just like another random anchor and you're like, wow, I can't even drink because of fucking Andy Mm -hmm. Cohen. (sighs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I. Yeah, there's I think also it's just like I like we were saying, right, like the guy that you're on that trip with that group trip with Jamaica of like there's there's a certain point of like we've all had our moments where it's just like oh shit like i don't ever want to get like that again and then we don't get like that again like if you've like the fact that dorinda like these people at housewives like 
like are publicly and then the entire world is talking about it online and there's like documentation of how bad it is and then they'll just like do it again it's like that's dark that's really fucking dark and that's why all the housewives especially on new york are all addicts but like almost all housewives are addicts i guess at that point at this point yeah i i think only like two or three housewives don't drink and like the entire right. franchises, like all of them, which but, is crazy. But then it, but then it's like, ooh, you're a person who doesn't drink, who wants to be around people that are on television while drinking. Like that's weird too. You're choosing to be in this. <laughs> that's even weirder out of the way. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's like Mike the situation on Jersey Shore family vacation. Like, see, especially exactly. season one when they're all like blacked out every day except for him. And he's yeah, just like sitting there, like trying to like bob his head along to the music all awkwardly. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? Like it's like it's like why do you need, right? Like the idea of like a truly healthy quote quote unquote healthy person should be like I want to be as far away from this as possible, like unless it's like the an easy ass paycheck, right? But like at this point in in Housewives, like. It's not an easy paycheck where you're just like, oh, I'm here to film and I can get out, you know, like no harm done, like no effects of my life. I can just promote my business and I'll be fine. Like you have to be in the drama. So the fact that you're choosing to not drink, but also like be involved with the drama and like be relevant enough to stay on the cast is like, oh, that's unfortunate that you like have to be in that. You yeah. like won't let yourself not be in that, you know? I couldn't do it. And I always say, like, it was one thing being on a reality show in, like, the early 2000s before social media exactly. really took off that way. But if you're getting different. yourself into reality TV now, like, you're a special kind of person because you know what exactly. you're getting into with, like, all the internet hate and people on podcasts exactly. talking shit about you and everything, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And like you almost like that's when like these people want it. Like, cause there it's it's so hard to be on these shows to even get on these shows, right? The amount of effort that it takes to even get to that point to be on the show, it takes so much dedication that it's like, yo, you're like wanting the torture to be famous, but like Bravo famous, which again is its fame is fame in itself, but it's like it's because like they also need the money in some ways which is like even also sad and it's like just do something else like there's got there's got to be another way to get what you need out of life but i will be continuing to consume this reality television oh yeah exactly fucking uh new new season of real housewives new jersey is coming out soon which i'm so excited for jersey is like one of my top favorite cities oh yes and new season of vanderpump rules is coming too which i know so excited to watch and it's the the first like it's the first like good like vanderpump season like prospect we've had in like what is it like eight years like a long ass time a very long time the last couple seasons were a flop but there's so much drama going into mm-hmm. this season like yes. i can't wait also um by any chance are you watching teen mom family reunion like nobody is watching this i don't i like truly don't watch any mtv anything like i just have my free cap <laughs> so i'm oh like my God. you're my short store like 
cinematic universe. You're keeping up to date, keeping me up to date. I don't watch Teen Mom anything like the different spheres because it's like not good anymore. But well, sometimes I'm like, oh, should I watch it? But then I, I'm never dedicated enough to like go the lengths of watching it. So if you're going to watch any episode ever, you have to watch the one from this past week. It's one of the most unhinged episodes of reality TV I've ever seen in my life. And April, Caitlin's mom, gets so fucking drunk because they're all in the house together. She gets so fucking hammered that Larry, the producer, cuts her off and she starts screaming and she's like, everyone else is fucking drinking and everyone's looking at her like crazy. And then at first everyone's like laughing because they think she's like joking, but then they realize she's like being serious and they're all like, oh shit. And she like gives the camera the finger and she's like, fuck off, like hit, like blackout fucking hammered. And Caitlin's like, oh my God. Yeah. Well, I feel like now that, now that you say that they've definitely been like leading up like and there's been like little cute they've been like mentioning and kind of talking about april's drinking and the fact that she is drinking is kind of weird because right like it's like what a surprise she should be sober yeah yeah but like but there's also the kind of talk of like oh like is is sobriety absence only but also it's like i don't think (laughs) i don't think she should be drinking specifically (laughs) um but now that you say that oh yeah now that now all the like little cues where i can see it now oh shit yeah okay we'll have to watch it's a really crazy episode also brianna and ashley and pastor t and roxanne getting a huge fight ashley spits on brianna it's it it gets like unhinged and then ashley fights with kaya and then amber fights with kaya it's like they're all fighting with everyone and they're all drunk and then just like Christy, like Jade's mom, is like loving her life, like laughing. She's like, well, at least I'm not part of the drama. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. That's what you know. When Courtney is taking Kodai home and when Christy is not involved in the drunken drug fueled drama, that's when you know it's bad. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's I I I recapped it yesterday. I'm like putting that in quotations because I was like, I don't know how anyone can follow along with this if they haven't seen the episode because there's just like so much going on but definitely watch it it's like fucked and then I need to know like your views because everyone online is like team Ashley Brianna's a cunt like uh, she deserved that and I'm like I literally (sighs) hate Ashley I I think I (laughs) My opinion on Ashley outside of this event is that I'm always like, Ashley can, oh, she just is putting herself in the fucking gutter when she could fucking thrive. She is gorgeous. She like has, she has potential to like be the rich, flute out Instagram baddie. Like, but she like puts herself in the fucking gutter with bar, with the fucking drama, like the fucking team mom drama where it's like, you're you could be above this like you could have taken teen mom and launch pad it into like something really fucking cool and she could have she could have been like chelsea yes and like but like in like the kind of like black sphere yeah she could have been the black chelsea for sure i like i think about like she she could have been like a video girl like a music video girl like she has that kind of beauty that like if she had 
she taken the team on fame and then propelled herself to like put herself in circles to like reach a higher level. She could have easily done that. No problem. Yeah. But she's fucking with like eyebrow tatted bar and like doing this shit on reality television. It's like, Oh, that just makes me mad. So I just like, I'm like, I I'm just like, I always feel really sad for her. Cause like (laughs) in the very, like, like superficial like she was so beautiful she had so much potential but she literally like had the potential to like not stay in reality tv could have like taken it to something else and just like like even past cheyenne even right like cheyenne gets a lot of like um like money just from being a public figure right but i feel like ashley could have like she could be a girlfriend of someone fucking famous, you know, like, yeah, and be exactly. Like, like she, oh, and that's just sad. I feel so. Yeah, I sad. just feel like she must really fucking have like deep rooted issues in herself exactly. and like really be miserable exactly. with herself the way that she like, like you should have like, I really want you to watch this episode now because she's okay. like screaming at Larry, the producer, like in his face being like, Brianna's oh. a fucking dirty cunt. And I'm like this doesn't make you look good like like it's she is just making issues for sure yeah it's very it's very much and then it's like you're gonna judge everyone else when literally you're with bar like you're with bar come on like like i'll never forget do you listen to princess like by pumpkin podcast no no but i I know her yeah oh my god okay well i just remember one time she was talking about ashley and bar like when they first came on the show i think and she's like bar really ashley like i was digmatized once too girl like i understand but that's what i'm saying past that at some point that's what i'm saying where i'm just like I get it in a certain moment, but like there is nothing, nothing that Barr has going for him. And I'm like, I, because I, it's like, I think it's Ashley's dated people. And again, she has the potential to get anyone. Um, She has the potential to get anyone. And I feel like Ashley is like, I think she has really shitty self-confidence, but she like puts it on like not even there's a different kind of like, or she has a, she has a very low self-worth. That's what it is. She is confident, but she is very, so very low self-worth um, and understanding of like what, she, what's she deserves. And like, cause like, it's like fucking bar is like not attractive at all. Like, at all and like and he's got nothing going for him and like is in and out of jail with like a drinking problem like what the fuck like (sighs) we're praying for you girl yeah i don't know i just think she's like a vile person like obviously like brianna and roxanne have their own shit and they're not perfect either but honestly like yeah, actually is a different level i just don't understand how people can be like brianna deserved it like ashley literally like horked a loogie in her face like i don't understand how that's like 
And then yeah. the thing that pisses me off the most about the whole thing is that when Brianna and Kale were like going through their drama, Ashley mm -hmm. literally made a post being like, because Brianna was I like, I won the herself. lawsuit. I'm, I want to, uh, I'm going to spit on Kale's face or something like as a joke, like literally just tweeted that, which yeah, she exactly. shouldn't have tweeted that. But then Ashley's like, you should be charged for attempted murder spitting on someone's face like you're a fucking disgusting she, she does that and then spitting. she did it and it's like well you're the one that actually did it ashley like yeah every everyone in the house was like we're not gonna yeah. film if ashley's still here like that's disgusting cheyenne's mom was like yeah. i don't think your generation of kids understands the rules like you just don't do that and then cheyenne's like oh we that's understand <laughs> I think that's the thing. It's like where it's just like Ashley has something fucking going. She needs she needs some she needs to go to therapy for black girls. She needs some serious <laughs> fucking work. And like because it's like she's again so much lost potential because she's going through like hood shit. She's she's like going through like is is bar the father maury shit like she if this was like 30 years earlier she would be on the set of maury but she would be like the Guys, hot woman like... lauren's black she's allowed to say that like please do not come after me and say i'm racist this is not coming from a white girl so no. yes, if i were to say yes. that lauren <laughs> no yes um my i'm holding up my black card uh she it's hood shit i yes yeah she's it's it's fucking it's that's why it's like that's why I'm just like I'm sad for her because she and she's like she like kind of had like her her family kind of like was setting her up for success like she like went she's going to college she had money like she wasn't broke like yeah why are you doing it why yeah. are you doing it I know and that's the thing like after like her drama with like Shen and everything I think that everyone oh was God, rooting for too. her because they're like okay Shen is obviously like no one fucking wants Shen as their mother-in-law like like we're team Ashley and then exactly. she just yeah I don't get it I I just think that man the way that I saw her treat like the producers and stuff on the show is so vile like yeah, she's, I and, and and she, she wonders why why everyone's taking Brianna why the production production is taking Brianna's side it's like because she's probably really fucking nice to them and like pleasant to work with like although she has her issues with the other cast members like we've never seen Brianna be rude to like anybody like that like production not like that right and then, Ashley's always like screaming at everyone saying she's not gonna film in this and that like fuck oh and Ashley. right and she's the one that turned down um team mom OG was it she turned down P team mom OG or team mom too she turned because yeah yeah because Jade went <laughs> okay. was on team mom right. too first so she was like I turned it down I said no thank you and it's like okay you're not gonna turn down like yeah fuck yeah so she's got she's got some issues that she needs to work with and i hope that she gets to work through those off camera and fucking figure out her shit because she right she has the like resources around her and by that i mean like financial i don't know i mean pastor t's in the fucking drama with her and she's got bar so <laughs> i'm like maybe the people are around her but she at least has the financial like resources kind of like kale it's like 
when you're fucking ready, you can get the help that you need and, and do the work that you need to do. Just do it off camera. Stay off the internet. Do the shit you need to do. But I don't know if she's going to do that. Because yeah. it doesn't look like it's going to be that way. That level of drama would just like stress me the fuck out. Like, I can't imagine what her DMs look like. People I think saying she's stuff like, to I her. I think she responds to a lot of them too, I bet. Imagine I tagged and her in my posts. Ass. Oh, you probably, I mean, I don't even want to know. But I mean, like, I know she gets a lot of, like, racist backlash because black person on reality television, right? But, like, I'm I'm sure that fucks up with her brain as well. That's the thing. Like, I feel like when I speak about her, I have to be so careful with my words because I don't want anyone to interpret it that I don't like her because of her race because that's right. clearly not my thing it's no it's how yeah. she fucking treats people and like coming exactly. after people in such a low way uh to me that has nothing to do with the color of her skin so yeah no i yeah and i think was it, it's been like several years of this bullshit that like at first i was like oh because, like, sometimes, like, stuff will happen, and it's like, oh, I wonder if people are, like, blowing it out proportions. Like, she's the angry black girl. We're going to take everyone else aside. But at this point, it's like, no, girl. <laughs> You're showing your true colors on camera now. Like, it's it's not just an edit. Like, this is, the stuff is coming out, you know? No. And on top of the stuff you're saying online, it's not good. Yeah. it's it's has nothing to do with that at all. It's fucking, I it's, know. it's just her as a person, so yeah it is unfortunate yeah well uh i, I really want you to watch that episode and let me <laughs> well i'm gonna have to now yeah um oh goodness it's so funny too because amber's like i just don't understand why anyone has problems with anyone else on the franchise and amber, kaya's like ever didn't you have problems with fucking Farrah? Thank you. i'm like and the, thing, like, the thing is a different person okay <laughs> The thing is, Ashley is pulling like Amber type energy where it's like, this is not normal behavior. That's that's what's kind of bizarre about it. Um, and it's so funny that Amber would say that. It's like, Amber, this is literally you. This is you. <laughs> Amber is so fucking stupid, but she's funny. She's yeah. funny. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me. You know, I always love having you on and yeah i had a great time thank so you. thank you me too thank you for letting me come into this <laughs> come into this space and be very long-winded with my fan fiction and opinions and conspiracy theories but it's always it. a pleasure yeah i could this is my outlet for you know a very specific subsect of reality tv that literally you're the only person in this space that i can really talk to about it so it's it's a it's a feels like a safe space well, you're always welcome to talk about it anytime. Yeah. So um, tell everybody about your podcast and about your YouTube channel, YouTube and mm. all of that stuff. <laughs> wow. Well, I literally don't post on YouTube anymore. Um, RIP to that. Um, YouTube is fucking hard. As, <laughs> um, but all that to say. Uh, Girl, can... <laughs> I, I don't I, I... Sorry to cut you off, but there's no, like okay. this one YouTube channel I've been obsessed with lately. Um, I want to recommend it to you, actually. It's called Deeply Superficial, and it's like a housewives Ooh. channel, and she'll do like 
um, the best rookie seasons of these housewives or like she did a really good video on Kim Zolciak and Nene Leakes and like their frenemy mm. relationship. And she like talks over it like it's a podcast, but she'll put yeah. in clips and like it's so yeah incredible how much footage and clip like I look at it and I'm like, this girl must have spent hours upon hours on this. Like I, I do not have the patience for that. Like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, continue. Sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. Um, even, you know, me on a smaller scale with less work going into my videos. It, YouTube is always, even on the simplest of videos, is so fucking tiring and time consuming. But I do have a podcast. Um, it's a Degrassi podcast with my childhood best friend. We host it together called Everybody Wants Something, where we recap every episode of Degrassi ever. Um, we are about halfway through season six right now. JT just died this past week in our episode. Um, so a big, big milestone. Um, so check that out anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, but yes, I don't have a YouTube anymore, but I do post quite a bit on my Instagram. You can follow me at Lauren's China Life, which I justy knows this i'm I'm moving out of china uh before the end of the year but i'll be changing my handle just simplifying it probably to just my name in the coming weeks so but yeah and i love i love your here. content it's so funny and it's crazy because you live just such a completely different life than me obviously <laughs> being in china yeah uh, yeah it's Ugh. crazy it is crazy but yes, happy to have the normalcy of talking about American crazy ass reality television with you. It's always a pleasure. Well, and I, I, you know, I'm obsessed with your podcast and I, I just listened to the episode you guys did uh, where Craig's a cokehead. That's one of my all time oh favorite story arcs. <laughs> yes. So fucking funny. Um, it and really is. Uh, I'll have you on again soon for whatever you want. I would love to. And yes, I was just about to talk to you. I was like, I think maybe in the next week or so is a good time to have you on to our Degrassi pod. Um, Anytime. So it'll be a fun time. Yeah, our, our you resident guys need Canadian. Your re exactly. It's about time <laughs> I, uh, I talk about Sorry, some Canada you, stuff. You, you got you to say the aboot. The aboot. If, you, if you're going to be our resident Canadian, you got to <laughs> give us full Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> about <laughs> oh goodness i've ever like yeah when we first started saying like we would just ask dumbass questions we've got a little bit better sometimes we still ask dumbass questions but yeah we do need our canadian expert to come on every now and again to to answer our hard-hitting questions well i'd i'd be more than happy to you know that <laughs> so anytime you want yes We'd love to have you. Yeah, so go check it out. You can listen to Justine and all Canadian teen drama goodness. Hell yeah. Okay, well, thank you, and we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.